All right, Snack Attack crew, assemble. Feeling that mid-afternoon slump? Need a protein boost that doesn't involve boring protein bars? Well, let me introduce y'all to my new favorite obsession, wonderful pistachios. Y'all, these little green guys aren't just your average nut. They're protein powerhouses, packing a whopping six grams per ounce. That's over 10% of your daily value. And here's a confession. I used to be a cracker. You know, the kind of girl who enjoys the satisfying pop of opening each one. But let's be honest, sometimes convenience is king. And that's where their no-shell options comes in perfect for on-the-go snacking. Plus, they come in flavors like chili roasted and sea salt and vinegar. So there's something for everyone, even the picky gals. But here's the kicker. Wonderful pistachios are a complete protein, meaning they have all nine essential amino acids your body needs. So next time you're feeling sluggish, ditch the sugary treats and grab a handful of these green gems. I promise y'all they will keep you fueled and feeling your best, whether you're conquering carpool duties or crushing deadlines. And seriously, these are my go-to snack. I keep a bag in my purse. I keep one at the office. I even stash a few on the side of my bed for those late night cravings. This year, I want you to treat yourself to something delicious and good for you. So head over to wonderfulpistachios.com and explore their amazing flavors and sizes. Trust me, your taste buds and your body will thank you. Y'all should know by now that we love progression over here. Let's chat about what everyday progress truly means to us. Whether it's hitting those small milestones or treating ourselves to a little something something after a month of disciplined budgeting, progress is all about balance and staying motivated. And speaking of budgeting and reaching financial goals while still enjoying life's little pleasures, have you heard about Chime? Chime's checking account offers some amazing features that can help you along your financial journey. Let me tell you about one feature that really stands out to me. Chime's Spot Me. We've all been there, right? Dealing with overdraft fees can really throw a wrench in your financial plans. But with Chime, you can overdraft up to $200 with no fees. You heard me right. No fees. It's like having a safety net for those unexpected moments. Y'all, I had a friend who was always getting hit with hefty overdraft fees. It was a mess trying to sort it out. How do you really get ahead with that? But with Chime, you can avoid those headaches and get back on track with ease. Plus, Chime isn't just a bank. It's a community. With Boost, you can increase your spot me limit by receiving boosts from your friends. It's like having your financial back covered by your squad. So, if you're ready to take control of your finances and wave goodbye to those pesky monthly fees, open your Chime account today. Just head over to Chime.com slash bravado. That's Chime.com slash bravado. Chime feels like progress. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bank Court Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. Members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Boosts are available to eligible Chime members enrolled in SpotMe and are subject to monthly limits. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com disclosures for details. With Mother's Day around the corner, are you thinking about a truly special gift for your mom? Let me tell you about MyLifeInABook.com. It's a unique service that turns your mom's life stories into a beautiful book. Pretty cool, right? 
Here's how it works. Every week, mylifeinabook.com will send her a question via email. These can be pre-written questions about her life or any custom question you wish to ask. And then she can either type her response or record her voice. And mylifeinabook.com compiles all of her responses into a beautiful keepsake book. And guess what? They can even create an audiobook using her voice recordings. It's like preserving her voice and her stories for eternity. Imagine discovering stories about her youth, adventures, and the challenges she's overcame. This book becomes a legacy and something you and your future generations can treasure forever. Your mom's giving you a lifetime of stories. This is your chance to give her a way to share them. I'm so excited about mylifeinabook.com because I'm planning on gifting my mom with this. She's always loved reflecting on memories and sharing her stories, and I know this will be the perfect gift to capture those moments for her. The thoughts of her flipping through the pages and reliving those cherished memories brings a smile to my face already. Check out mylifeinabook.com and use code BRAVADO at checkout for 10% off. Create an unforgettable gift for your mom this Mother's Day. That's mylifeinabook.com. Use code BRAVADO for 10% off today. Ladies, let's talk real talk here. You probably have days when the PMS has you feeling like you could eat anything in sight. My goodness, the cravings and the general discomfort. Well, say goodbye to those days with Hormone Harmony from Happy Mammoth. Let's dive into why Hormone Harmony is not just another supplement, but a true game changer. First off, it's not just a trend. It's a phenomenon. Social media is buzzing with women singing praises about Hormone Harmony In fact, a bottle flies off the shelves every 24 seconds. Can y'all believe that? Now let's talk about Happy Mammoth, the brilliant minds behind this wonderful product. They're all about making your life easier, and that means no compromises on quality. They've meticulously crafted Hormone Harmony using only science-backed ingredients proven to work wonders for women like us. But here's my favorite part. Hormone Harmony contains adaptogens, nature's little miracle workers. These herbal extracts help your body adapt to life stressors, especially those pesky hormonal changes that can throw us off balance. And here's the kicker. Hormone Harmony isn't just for menopause. It's your secret weapon against those hormonal imbalances that can wreak havoc on your life. From hot flashes and night sweats to racing thoughts and low moods, Hormone Harmony has got your back. And yes, it even tackles the occasional bloat and that not tonight boo feeling. (laughs) The real benefit here, the real win, feeling like yourself again. That's why countless women are raving about it in over 17,000 glowing reviews. We love a verified product, honey. Now here's your chance to experience the magic firsthand. For a limited time, you can get a fabulous 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code BRAVADO at checkout. So what are you waiting for, homegirl? Say hello to balanced hormones and goodbye to those days of feeling like a roller coaster. Your journey to hormone harmony starts now. This is Germany. And this is Brittany. And this is the Black Girl Bravado Podcast. A motivating and encouraging podcast where we focus on building community amongst colorful women alike. Join us weekly as we sit down and have candid conversations on various topics and issues surrounding self-care, self-love, health and wellness, spirituality, entrepreneurship, and much more. And trust, if we don't have the answers, we'll call on our expert homegirls who do. Our goal is to create a safe space for growth, inspiration, laughter, and love, free of judgment, in hopes that after you listen, you're a little more knowledgeable, 
or at least a little more entertained than before. It's homegirl vibes here. Real, raw, and a little funny. A lot of fucking funny. So thanks for tuning in to the Black Girl Bravado Podcast. Let's start the show, cuties. Hey, y'all. Welcome back. Welcome back, sugar plum poops. Uh. I don't know. I know. I know. I'm sorry. I need to. I be trying to come up with these on the fly. You so you need to like just write down a list and then every. No, week I like it to be authentic. Okay. Well, sugar plum plum bloop, poops. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you are this week. Hey, sugar plum poops. How's it going? It's going good. How was your weekend? Um, my weekend was cool. It's good. Friday. Went to Mom's Bar in Santa Monica. Mm-hmm. Um, we went to brunch a couple of weeks ago. We met a bomb ass black woman DJ. Come who, on, DJ who, Bella Fox. Yeah, so we um were following her. So she DJs at Mom's Bar on Friday. So we pulled up there. Um, sat there for a little minute. Then we went downtown LA to the Reserve, where another DJ friend. Yes, gets it turned up. Period. And that's on period. And then um, that was Friday. Mm-hmm. And then Saturday, we went to Germany's mom's wine party where we were the help. <laughs> yeah, we were the help. <laughs> Girl, I said, Mom, your people probably you think we're. You told them? You told what? her? I said, we, they probably think we're your wait staff. <laughs> she was like, no, they know y'all my kids. No. I'm like, mm mm-hmm. Not the way they act. I'm like, Mom, no. They think we're their wait staff because we've been at every function serving. Serving, waiting. But you know what we're going to start doing? Selling our charcuterie boards. Our charcuterie boards will be we sold. Whipped up, we whipped up some amazing charcuterie boards. They were beautiful. Yes. Um, so We whipped beautiful. them up quickly, too. They yeah. Were, we whipped them up quickly, so we did that. We did our service there. <laughs> and Community yeah. service. And then... And then, uh, what? That was it. Oh, and then I went to Queen Mary, the horror shit, whatever it's called. The horror shit at the Queen Mary, you know, haunted, spooky season. Haunted, yeah. Haunted. Yeah, so I did that. Um, save your coins on that. <laughs> save your coins on that. Luckily, I didn't spend my coin, but save your coin on that. That's not something I would necessarily do again, but, um, you know. It was, some, it was an experience. It was an experience. You had a good time. Yeah, I had a good time. So, yeah, it was pretty fun. Sunday, we didn't do anything. I was in my robe all day. Yeah, I just went to church and then went to get some new moon candles. And then I came home. And Sundays go by too fast. They do. They do. So I went to get new moon candles, came mm-hmm. home, you know, did my traditional adulting, cleaning, cooking, and then did my intention setting. He's intentional. And manifesting yes. from my house of intuition candle. And then, yeah, prepare for work which there's some fires happening out here in la i know there's some happening in the bay too yeah (laughs) (laughs) but i got the work from home email so i will yeah the way tonight's going oh i wish i could work from home lebron james had lebron james James, he had to evacuate his home which sucks but i mean mother nature doesn't uh, play favorites it doesn't so, um, new week, new tea. Where we kiki with you and you kiki with we. So, um, this is our portion of the show where we dish tea on hot topics, things happening in pop culture, you know, that type vibe. And 
And oh, first of all, I want to give a disclaimer. We've been having some issues with our episodes playing. Mm-hmm. Hopefully this week it's playing seamlessly. It's, we've been getting some episode not available download. I mean, messages. So we know we're working on addressing it for the previous episodes. But hopefully for this week, you can Just hear it. Just stick with us. And go back, prayers. go back. I think episode 16 is where the issue occurred. Go back and listen because those episodes were good. Episode 16, episode 17, and our Embracing Singleness episode. Yes, and you can get the full tea on the Embracing Singleness episode on Patreon. That was just a little snit tidbit. But if you're interested, um, yeah, follow us on Patreon and get all the tea. Period. Okay, so tea this week. What's up? What's good? I'm a little disturbed. By the April and Amarion mm. relationship. April and Fizz. The April and Lil Fizz. So, um, if you're up to date on things that are happening, April and the Little Fizz have been broadcasting, displaying their new love affair. Do we think this is a pub pub stump? You know, I felt a like pub stump. <laughs> I was telling Kayla that I was like. The way that they're doing this gives me a little bit of like Pub publicity stuff. stunt vibe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, is it just for the check or what? Regardless, like, bitch, where's your integrity and your morals and your values? Those are out the window. Those went out the door with her I Amarion. feel like she's operating from a broken space. Okay. Because she said before, because I, I really used to stand for April. Not stand, but, you know, I was rooting for her. We were rooting for you. I was rooting for her. And I'm like, okay, this seems like a nice woman. Yes. Um, but she has expressed before, like when Amarion decided to call it quits on the relationship that he just like decided she's not what he wanted anymore. And he pretty much left her with no closure mm. and she was hurt. She was broken. I mean, she done gave this nigga two kids in Ooh, years. Child. She Lord gave Jesus. him two kids in years. That's why I'm taking on the Nicki Minaj and pushing out this baby. Tell you rock. rock. Okay. Ayo, I've been on <laughs> Laura Bencroft. Go That's ahead. Yeah. Laura Bencroft. Okay. So please say Chang Lee. <laughs> Drop the bins So anyway, mm-hmm. April, you know, did what she did for Marion. And the way she portrayed the story, he decided that that was this wasn't that anymore. And yeah. he decided, you know, I'm out. Deduces. She said that she never received any closure. And initially said she was leaning on Lil Fizz. What's that nigga real name? Drew? Yeah, Drew. She was leaning on him. I was him. gonna call him Air Fizz. That's his name on Instagram. She was leaning on him as a friend for support because she's been known him and all this. So, you know, people were buying that story. While in the background, Monice was saying that they're a couple. Mm-mm-mm. And people tried to gaslight Monice. The gaslight. The gaslight. People tried to gaslight Monice and say, you're crazy. You don't know what you're talking about. Like, that's just her friend, whatever. And then the truth came to the light. And these motherfuckers appear to be a couple. What took me out was when she was laying on the bed without her face showing. And, and he Fizz had his hand d- on her ass. Oh, my God. <laughs> I said, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I was like, yo. I'm just like, nigga, Little Fizz, where is your code? My God. Where, both of y'all, where is your code at? There is none. This is your bandmate. That's your baby daddy. And then people be like, well. No. Women, no, women be like, these niggas don't care. Um, you know, they'll they'll talk to your friends, they'll do this and they'll do that. And I understand a lot of these niggas do not care. And so it's like, at what point do we be a city girl? And at what point do we move on with a little bit of grace, dignity, yeah. and integrity? Are we city girling and paying back? Or are we deciding to take the high road and going high when, when they, they go, go low? low? The Michelle. Are we Michelle Obama or are we JT? 
Are we Michelle Obama or are we young Miami? I usually take the Michelle Obama route. I've always taken that route. Can't imagine fucking on the friend. Oh, no. You are not going to get to taste this pussy in your friend. <laughs> this pussy. Oh, no. So that if this don't work out, y'all can kiki about me and my pussy. That is not working. That that is the the yeah, death yeah, of me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You will not talk I, about I, me amongst I do your the, friends. The mo route, yeah. Michelle Obama taking the mo route exactly. Sorry, JT. Sorry, I'm Miami. I'm taking the mo route. Yeah, if that works for you, cool. But yeah, that is sick. Anyway, I'm looking at sick nigga, bitch nigga. Ho, I'm looking nigga. at I'm looking at April and Little Fizz. Like uh, the check better be good. I know April said Mona that Scott. she was experiencing some financial issues when. Oh. Yeah, she said that Omarion wasn't stepping up fully to the plate with the child support and that she was going to probably have to move back to Chicago with her family because she couldn't sustain her what? current lifestyle. That's why you got to be careful what you're seeing on the gram. Bring that back around. You have to be careful. Everything you see is not all what it is. She was saying that after mm-hmm. Marion decided that, you know, he wanted to chuck up the deuces, that she wasn't really able to sustain her lifestyle and that he left her high and dry and that she was probably going to have to move back to Chicago with her family. He didn't give a fuck. I guess those Fashion Nova checks ain't really hitting. Fashion Nova, baby. I mean, I think they're hitting now, but initially before they weren't she didn't hitting. have the Fashion Nova check. Wow. So what a joke. Anyway. Remember the tweet you sent? The I mean Joe Budden, somebody oh said Oh yeah, somebody said, We not saying I'm unbothered anymore. We're saying I'm a Marion to the bullshit. Right. Omarion has Omarion not been out hasn't uttered a word. I mean, I don't know if he's unbothered. Somebody said he better be in album mode. Dead. He's probably like, I'm not about to feel this fire. There's no what do you say? What do you say about the mother of your kids and your your bandmate? What can you possibly say? Like, yeah, they're sick. Okay. I would be saying less than boxing. Boxing I can't with say, demons. I can't say anything. All I can do is hit. That's what I'm saying. Like, But like, what can you say? What can you go on the internet? Monice is tight. Monice has been on the internet and Monice is tight. Recently? Yeah. She said that. I told y'all. No, no, no. She uh. said that she's unable to t- attend her son's games because her and Little Fish, you're a son. And... She doesn't want to risk getting into an altercation at the game because, because she's so April's tight there. or even because little Fizz is there, even if April's not. She's so tight about what has transpired and her son has been seeing her, Monice, in the negative light because she's always the one popping off while Fizz and April are, un- are unbothered and appearing to be angels in the situation. He's a nine-year-old. He can't completely process like who did what, who's in the wrong. And so she's looking like the hothead that can't control her temper, her feelings, and her emotions, rightfully so. Right. But, you know, a nine-year-old can't fully comprehend that. Right, right, right. So in order for her to just not be in these situations, she has to stop attending her son's games. I would want to literally kill them both. I don't play that game. I would be like, you see, you raggedy bitch. <laughs> she would be a raggedy bitch. And my, you're a raggedy bitch. You are a raggedy bitch. Are you kidding me? Like, and we was homies at one point. Everybody was cool. Like, to April me. and Monice were? Yeah. I mean, they knew each other. I'm a loyal to the soil type of bitch. I'm not letting. I'm not. I will never. If I know you, even to the point of like, I know you know him. I know you fuck with him. I would never. Yeah. If it's somebody like six degrees of separation type of vibe, like your friend who I kind of know, I'm not going to deal with her nigga. Exactly. It's going to be like, nah, because I know she good people. Yeah. It's just not that deep to me. There's other niggas. There's plenty of niggas There's in the sea. There's too many niggas and the niggas that be in the sea. 
Like, come on. And the whole thing is, I don't think they think like this is a forever thing. It's kind of like a right now thing. It's like a check thing. So the fact that it's not a forever thing, it's not like God led you to this person. Y'all, the people y'all was supposed to be with each other this whole time. If it's really not that vibe, let it go. There's a knob you can slob on. Slob on my knob. Remember that song? Like corn on On the the cob. cob. Check it it with me. me. And then do your job. Ferg is that name. Oh, no, I'm singing that. No, you're singing that remix. Yeah, yeah. It's slob on my knob. Like corn corn on on the the cob. cob. Get in the bed and give me head. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm about to say Ferg is that name. Ben Baller did the chain. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, anyway. So off those raggedy motherfuckers. Yeah. Um, Moving on to um, something more higher vibrational. Come on. What are your thoughts on Jesus is King? So Kanye West finally came out with his gospel. I don't know if it's gospel. It's I would, labeled as a hip hop rap album. It's but labeled it's as a hip hop rap album. Did he? But did he intend for it to be a gospel album? It's a gospel album, but it's categorized under hip hop rap, which is kind of the controversy. Like, let this man be in the gospel category. Snoop Dogg, when he released his album, it was under gospel. It was. Yeah. Okay. So, what are your thoughts? It's don't at me, y'all. I mean, y'all can't at me anyway because I ain't on Twitter or nothing. But maybe you can at me on Instagram. Don't at me, but I am a Kanye West fan. You know that. I like. I really love Kanye as a as a creative. What he does musically and sonically. Of course, as a person, as a cousin, he's been fucking up in recent years. We know that. So I thought I was going to really be like blown away by the Jesus is King album because I I really can appreciate everything he does musically where I'm like, yo, I really fuck with this. Mm-hmm. Um, she wasn't quite getting those feelings when listening to Jesus is King. Completely honest, I, the, first, the first intro song, I was like, okay, I'm getting the Sunday service vibes. And then going on, I'm kind of like, you closed on, you my Chick-fil-A, closed on Sunday, whatever he said, <laughs> I was kind of like. Um, closed on Sunday. You, you my Chick Fil A. I was like, okay, um, maybe I gotta listen again and really tap in because I was kind of like waiting to be wild. You know, like as soon as you hear, you be waiting on a beat to drop, yeah. uh, uh, a melody, a bridge, a chorus, something to draw you in. Mm-hmm. And I didn't have those immediate feelings. So, and maybe you know what I feel like it was after seeing Sunday service so much online. I was probably expecting like melodies from heaven. Oh, yeah. Rain down on me. Come on now. Rain down on me. I was I was waiting on that to be mixed with a little bit. Jesus walks. You know, <laughs> I, I, I was expecting something that I didn't receive. So it feels like, it, like my expectation wasn't met. But really, I probably shouldn't have had any expectations for it. And then I probably could have received it with an open heart. But nonetheless, <laughs> love what he's doing for the kingdom. The kingdom has been elevated. Okay, we're we're with the the kingdom, and when we're focusing on Jesus is King, <laughs> the declaration, the declaration, the statement. I'm here for it. You I just gotta that. probably listen to the music again. Um. Okay. I will Thoughts? say that I will say that I agree with you with the fact that I wasn't moved. I wasn't moved by the Jesus is King project. Yeah. But I will say when I Jesus saw, is King, <laughs> for sure, he is King. <laughs> Of my household. In my life. My As heart, for my, me and my house. We will say that. We will. <laughs> Jesus, Jesus is, is king. king. But um, no, for real. Um, You know, when I was watching snippets from this week's Sunday service at the forum. Yeah. 
and I saw snippets of the Jesus is King being performed, you, it, I could see me being moved. Okay. I think the element that he was missing was the the choir. Okay. Because on the album, it was just like him yeah. and the beat. You my Chick-fil-A. But if we would have had the choir the saying, beat. you my Chick-fil-A. Like, you know how Chance... The rapper oh, you had the full know. choir yeah. for the um the coloring book album. Yeah, if he would have had those additional elements pulled into the Jesus is King album, then we would have. I had can some see different. me. Yeah, I can see me really like fully feeling it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So I you can't say that the album moved me. The thing with Kanye West and this new thing that he's on, radical. Radical. He's definitely son. radical. And the thing is, it's not my place to judge. Whenever you decide to come to Christ and change your life, yeah. hey, that's on you. But I will say, I still do not agree with the shit that he be saying of as course. it pertains to slavery being a choice and backing Donald Trump. Yeah. And I think he kind of, I think he backpedaled, especially in the interview with Big Boy about slavery being a choice. He was like, 2019 was a hard year for me. He was like with the statements that I made and everything. But just this, just a couple weeks ago, he was saying something about the Republicans freeing the slaves. Okay, yeah, I know um, George Bush. I mean, not George Bush. Abraham George, Lincoln. Yeah, Kanye ain't all there. We know he's battling, and he's he's admitted and he's radical that he's dealing with we can mental tell health he's issues. Bipolar because he's all he's in. He's bipolar. Like, yeah, my father. I'm only afraid of my daddy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay, Jesus is and king. That's the thing. It's like I'm torn. If I'm being completely honest, I'm fucking torn. She's torn. I mean, let's listen to it again this week. And let's the try thing it is, out. I can't say that I have not given it a complete, fully devoted listen. I, I kind of was like, "This ain't good." And I'm like, uh, uh, "Next." My Chick Fil A. Once I next. heard Chick Fil A, I was but like, "Once I heard that at the Sunday service, I'm like, she needed to be in the building because I'm not. I'm not afraid to admit that I would have been at the Sunday service if I would have been had a ticket." Yeah, and my hands would have been up because that choir. There are some people from our church who are in the choir. They are, and the way they bring it to our service, it seems like it's been packaged up and delivered. Yeah, at Kanye Sunday service. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, we'll have to listen again and take a take another. But people run. are like, all it takes for black people is for people to say that they came and there they decide to come. To and God. so what? Let y'all. So what? Let it be between him and God. Let it be between him and God if it's genuine. If it's disingenuous, then let it be That's, between I him and like God. I feel like if it's disingenuous, it's not my problem. Right. Like, I'm taking it as what it is. That's face what value. I'm doing. I'm taking it. I'm taking it for what it is. I, I can say from the big boy interview that it seems genuine. Yeah. Once he said, I'm only afraid of my daddy. People only called Christ their daddy. Genuine. And he came to Christ the same way a lot of people come to Christ through in a traumatic turmoil. event. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bottom of the barrel. Pit. I have nothing else to lean on. If you listen to the Patreon, <laughs> I be coming to Christ the same way. It's yours, Lord, because yeah. I can't. I'm done here. And sometimes we need something higher than ourselves because we can't lean on our own understanding. Yes, yes. I cannot lean on mine. Neither can Brother Kanye. <laughs> Kanye Neither can Brother Kanye. Cannot lean on his. But I will say this. Kim is going to have to switch up her program because yeah. there's no way that she can maintain a harmonious marriage. Sister Kim won't make it. Sister Kim will not make it. what she's been doing with the radical views of Kanye. Because I guess we're going to have to just see what happens. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Let us know. Are y'all feeling the um, Jesus is King album? What, what are your thoughts? I wonder how that's rubbing people who are like atheists, agnostic. They probably just don't listen. Yeah, they're probably like, he's not my king. Yeah. 
Jesus ain't my king. He's not my king. But he's here. He's ours here. So anyway, on to the next. On on to the next. On to the next. Um, what's king here? Are the ratings and reviews? Period. In addition to Jesus. Yeah. Jesus. The ratings king. and the reviews are king here. We need your ratings. We need your reviews so that we can elevate and rise too. But high. y'all came through dripping this week. You did. What did we end at last week? A sixty. I want to say it was sixty eight. Okay, and we're at eight seventy seven. Eight seventy seven. Okay, so eleven, just shy of our thirteen reviews per week ish. And you know that was um, great considering how we've been having complications with the episodes playing. Mm-hmm. Um, so thank you for everyone who has came through. We appreciate you. We love you. Yes. Um, we want to keep that same energy because we have a goal of 1,000 to reach by the end of this year. Which means we only need 123 more ratings and okay, reviews. Math. Yes, we only need 100. I actually did that on my phone. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we only need 123. Like, for real, outside of us trying to reach our goal, these ratings and these reviews are important because they help us maintain visibility in the Apple podcast charts. Yeah, we're small. We're independent. Small it's but just mighty. Germany and I. Mm-hmm. And um, honestly, we don't know what the fuck we're doing. <laughs> if we're keeping it one hundred, we don't know what we're doing. So we rely heavily on your support through ratings and reviews. May I share something really quickly? Can y'all believe there's only nine weeks left in the year? Nine weeks left in the Girl, year. Girl, I've seen this meme to say that this year went by so fast, I didn't even have time to get my shit together. I said, <laughs> I felt that. Yeah. When they <laughs> said that, resonance. I felt So basically, we need 14 reviews per week because we're at the home stretch. Nine, dead ass, we need 14 ratings and reviews per okay, week. Okay, it's time to quit fucking playing. Yeah. <laughs> if you were playing before, quit. Stop. Take off we're your play shoes. We're not playing no games. Go in the house, put on your church clothes. We're not playing. And we're not. And we're going to Sunday service. Period. So What's let's up? do this. What's good? So here's our review of the week. Homegirl Neeks says, Hey, Neeks. A must listen. Hey, y'all. Oh, Neeks checking in to pay her dues. A good sis is late on her payment, but I'm here. This podcast gives me life while coming for coming for it all at the same time. I've been listening for over a year now, and this is the best part of my week by far. Y'all come from my edges and then help me fix them right after. <sighs> and if you aren't a Patreon, you are missing out. Check show notes for that info. info. Mm-hmm. Thank y'all for being real and blessing us black and brown girls every week. Your home girl. Thank you, Neeks. Thanks, Neeks. We're just right. here. We're the vessels. Period. That's it. And that's on period. And that's on period. And if you aren't on Patreon, you are missing out. We've been... um. So let me tell them what Patreon is. Tell them about how we've been opening it up more. And honestly, <laughs> honestly, truly. Keeping, it, keeping it real. Before we do the Patreon episodes, we're like, what can we share? How can we give? God so damn. Patreon, God. if you're new here, is a platform that creatives are using to garner support, monetary support from their community. It's a platform that we use to give you more content of what you already love, more transparent. We're um we're we're able to share a little more, a lot more actually, because. The community is smaller, a little tight knit. So if you want to know. And you've offered like a commitment that's sacred to you. So we feel like we owe it to you all to give a little bit more of ourselves because to us, you're giving a little bit more. And when we say a little bit more, we mean in the form of coins. Yeah. Yeah. So join us over there. We have our mid-month check-in, tons of bonus content. There's a direct girlfriend gag line where you can call, leave a message, and we'll send you a voice note back about whatever it is you want to talk about, advice that you might need. Um, because we know some of the homegirls don't like to share their business on 
online on air. So that's available to you. We have playlists, journal prompts. The feed is available. So there's we have affirmations, audio and video. so many things. And we have some different type of content that's coming soon. So join us over there at the Black Girl Bravado podcast. I mean, at the Patreon.com backslash the Black Girl Bravado podcast. And that's down in the show notes. It go down. Okay. So last week. Last week, I have that. Hold on. Also, you can join us in our Facebook group. Oh, yeah. You can join us in our Facebook group. So the Facebook group is ran by y'all. Yeah. (laughs) The Facebook is ran by y'all. So if you're in the Facebook group, we allow you to share like things you're working on. And then you guys decide to spark up questions, you share memes. And we really want to encourage you to continue the conversations had here on the show. Like maybe you want to chit chat with someone and your friends aren't tapped in yet. And so if you go into the Facebook group, that's where y'all can start the conversation. Like, what did you think? I thought this, I felt this. Sometimes we chime in. Um, And yeah, so that is the Black Girl Bravado Podcast Homegirl Hangout over on Facebook. Yeah, join us over there. So last week's episode was episode 117, Are You a Pessimistic Patty? Overcoming Learned Helplessness. So an affirmation that we provided for you all for the week was, I am capable and worthy of changing my circumstances despite what has happened to me. So in that episode, we discussed the concept of learned helplessness. Learned helplessness occurs when someone repeatedly chases uncontrollable, stressful situations, then does not exercise control when it becomes available. So we chatted about the ways in which learned helplessness manifests in our own lives and how to unlearn behaviors and characteristics that prevent us ultimately from living our best lives. So that episode is available for you now. Again, if it did not show up or you were unable to listen, try to go back and listen. We're trying to fix this issue. Yeah, because it was a good episode. It was a great episode. And we want you to tap in. Um, just bear with us, y'all. Y'all know technology is a bitch. And, um, and Mercury, we're new here. Mercury oh, retrograde shoot. is coming. It is. So, And honestly, that there's been some switches in our um, systems Yeah, that we're trying to adapt to and learn. Mm-hmm. But... We're still All standing. All things are working together. We're standing. Okay, so this those. week. So this week. <laughs> Who we're called. <laughs> period. What's that? AKS. Yeah, we're called. <laughs> so this week, um, wow. Let's get so, it. there's been some things circulating in the internet. On the internet. About love. More specifically, struggle. <laughs> about love. Love. Um, so a couple weeks so ago, maybe last week, there was a meme that went viral yeah. of Keisha Kaior and Gucci Mane. Basically, it was a wedding picture of Gucci Mane and Keisha. And they were like, y'all want this. Y'all say y'all want this. Like, y'all want this Gucci. But Keisha was here for the on drugs Gucci. I mean, Gucci. <laughs> on drugs Gucci. That's his little brother. Gucci. <laughs> on drugs Gucci. Publicly cheating Gucci. Mm-mm-mm. Um. You know, sick nigga Gucci. Sick nigga Gucci. Like, just all the things that we don't want in a man yeah. type Gucci. And y'all leave over one fight. Y'all just throw y'all hands up and say, hey, I'm done with this here relationship. Basically saying that we don't endure. Yeah. So we don't receive. Yes, yes, yes. And a lot, I saw a lot of men and also women, which kind of pained me a little bit. Yeah. Like, reposting this, like, yeah, like, basically, like, tap in, like, yes, this is a recipe. And I'm like... This, like, why are we essentially saying that the only way to get this is to go through a struggle? Yeah, 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 yeah. Talk about it. Like, why? This is the same thing what happened with Snoop Dogg and his wife. (laughs) Same thing. He even caught crabs before. 
I don't know if he transmitted it to her, but he he said that on Big Boys Radio. They were like, have you ever had an STD? He said, yeah, I had the little homies. Now, nigga, you come home to me with crap. <laughs> oh, my God. Are you crazy? But he was like, you know, uh, a star dealing with all these other and women. she was his high school sweetheart. And she and decided dealt with to it endure. All. Yeah, endure. And we see that story so often. We see it. We're, we're essentially taught to glamorize the struggle. Yes. Especially with our culture, mm-hmm. the hip hop culture. Um, just black people in general. Yeah, I think that's just in black culture. Black people in general, I feel like we're black taught- women, black women, because it ain't black people. The men don't endure. The men will not endure. They will be gone. The women we and are taught. So I honestly be like, why is it our culture? Because I mean, although I'm not completely tapped into other cultures, but. If I'm just on the outside looking in, I don't see this happening in the Asian community. I don't see this happening in the Caucasian community. I don't see this happening in the Persian, Armenian, Persian, Armenian. It's like, are they, they're not enduring this struggle. No, so funny that then this is like just a personal story. My friend, my coworker who's um, Persian, she was saying like, Ultimately, like they look for things that we don't look for in a mate. Like it's not just like, am I attracted for it to you? It's like, can you, you have your shit together? Period. And that's on period. When I'm bringing this man home, is like I'm gonna present him to my family. Can he take care of me? And she mentioned that about her daughter. She said, "I said, oh, what if your daughter wants to date like outside of her race?" And she said, "That's fine as long as he can take care of her." That was the first thing she said. She was like, "I'm fine with that as long as she brings home someone who can take care of her." And I can honestly, that's not Culture, a criteria people, for us. Not for blacks. No. It's not that's a criteria not how we raise for us. We are not raised up to say he needs to be able to take care of you. No. It's like, oh, y'all like each other. That's cute. Okay. Yeah, it's not. It's, yeah. We don't. And the thing is, it's really like framed. If we're seeking someone to take care of us, if mm. that's like one then of our primary objectives, we're gold digging. Um, we're lazy. Mm-hmm. We're just looking for a come up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you can't take care of yourself. Boy, why is it that in every other culture that's acceptable except for ours? Every other culture that's demanded. Like, how can you? People literally, um, what is that called? Arrange marriages based on families who are more, you know, esteemed. Like, your son can marry my daughter because I know your son has the tools and resources to provide for my daughter. I'm not going to give you my daughter's hand in marriage when you can't provide. Period. That's the whole point of me giving my daughter away. Because I'm already taking care of my daughter. I'm making sure she has all she needs. Right. It's crazy. And and so because of that, because in our culture, it's not um, necessarily accepted or Mm -hmm. seemed as the norm. I feel like in statistics show Uh that black Mm. women. Pardon me. Black women are more prone to lower their standards. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Take whatever they can get. Mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm. Just for the sake of having a relationship. Yeah. And I'm tired. It's all, this only comes with love though, you know, because we don't glorify the struggle when it comes to entrepreneurship. We don't glorify the struggle when it comes to working hard. It's like, hey, I just want to get it. The quick fix. I want the quick fix. I want to know how did you get there? What did you do? Because I'm not trying to go through the, the bullshit. Struggle. But we're taught to glamorize the struggle when it comes to love. It's like, you got to fight through the valley lows. You got to- the love drought. We and went through what, hell. We went through hell with heaven on our side. Period. It's like we got to, when it comes to love, it's like, that's what makes it true. Like y'all been through some shit. Oh, it's true love. No. You get what I'm saying? I totally get it. And that's like, my thing is like, at what point do we draw the line? Like at what point is it like, 
okay, we've been through some things. At one point is giving in is not giving up. It's like, it didn't work. I'm get, th- th- This don't work for me no more. Right. Doesn't mean I'm giving up because it was nothing to give up on, baby boy. And there's been like so many examples of this and I'm just going to use like pop culture references because okay. that's what a lot of us rely on. We went through everyone on. So of course there's a Gucci Mane and a Keisha Kior and just to piggyback, we'll come back there. There's a Gucci Mane and a Keisha Kior, Beyonce, our beloved queen. Yeah. Beyonce. They were married though. They were already married when and all that drama started. And that's where there some people differentiate. Like, do you struggle if you're in a marriage? Do you just do? The, do you just endure the struggle because you're married? And I if you're in someone, a relationship, you don't have to. No, no, no. But the whole thing is, the thing is, I can see a person being like, "This is my marriage, and I'm going to give everything I have." If that's counseling, if that's figuring out how do we come back to our center to figure out how to make it work, because we can't just throw it all away. We took vows versus these niggas get in a relationship with us and want us to give the marriage effort without the marriage energy. Right. So, I, I mean, if you're unhappy in the marriage and it's been a long time of you giving everything you've got and it's still struggled, then exit. Yeah. But if you haven't got to the point where it's like we're working through it, we're trying to figure it out. If you're staying for the kids, probably not a good idea. Yeah. If you still feel like there's love there, then yeah, keep pushing. And I can understand how people will fight harder with the marriage. Because yeah. Yes, like you did say, there is vows. But you know what I notice a lot of the time? Sometimes we enter into the marriage intake vows when the foundation is not even sturdy. Because Period. we're building it on the back of a struggle. I understand. It's like we put in this much time and then eventually you decided to marry me for mm. whatever reason. Whether mm. it's time or... Time. It's usually time. Yeah. Time, time. And so <laughs> and so we decided to take it to the next step, although maybe we shouldn't have. Yeah. And now I feel like I still have to endure the fight. Yes. Um. So there's Beyonce and Jay-Z, Emily and Fabulous. Now she's been beat up beside her head, teeth knocked out and then in you front know of what her I daddy. See? You know what I see now? Because Fabulous has decided to turn over his his love for her. Post here, post on her social media. Although we try to make that very minuscule, it's the thing because it's he wasn't thing. doing it before. Um, and you know, declaring his love for Emily, mm-hmm. but it's like at what expense? I had yeah. to get my teeth knocked the fuck out and have everybody. On I had social to be publicly know. humiliated. I had to have you be seen with numerous other women in this. I had to have you going back and forth from my daddy outside because you slapped me in the face. The fuck. And then she's probably like eating it up like fabulous posted me on Chrissy, his Instagram. Chrissy and Jim Oh Jones. Lord, Chrissy. 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 Somebody get Chrissy. <laughs> Somebody check on Chrissy. Yeah, Jim, Jim Jones. Chrissy and Jim Jones. And then even in TV shows, that's where it really starts to pain me. I'm like, why are we portraying these stories on these? That's our dog, y'all. Our dog is cutting up. Yeah, she's Why are we portraying around. these stories? On our TVs, like Love Is. I love the show. Love the show too, but we had already acknowledged, even when we were kind of talking about it, you, Kayla, and I, we were kind of like, yeah. There's elements of struggle here. Yeah, Yasir is doing too much. Yasir was doing too much while um, Nuri, Nuri basically, um, if you didn't watch Love Is, go back and watch it. And unfortunately got canceled because the struggle came to light, the real life struggle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Nuri, she had her shit together. Um, educated, employed, had her bought her own house. The bitch was together. Yeah. She fell in love with this man who didn't have his shit together. Yeah. And he was basically dragging her. He hadn't fully disconnected from his ex. He didn't have his shit together. He didn't know what really what he wanted. He had moved in 
basically into Nuri's home. And I mean, it's like she was just taking the everything beat. on the chin. Isn't it kind of like I didn't see, I'm not going to say I didn't see Love Jones, but isn't it kind of like a Love Jones vibe? Yeah. And a Love and Basketball vibe? Love and like, Basketball. Love and Basketball. Monica. Monica. Monica took so much. Monica took so much from Q. They were going through the struggle together. God. He decided, hey, he wanted to move on and was going to marry um, Tyra Banks. Tyra Banks. But then he decided, oh, actually, I don't want Tyra Banks. I'm going to come back to you, Monica. Right. Like, And we're going to make it work. We see struggle. it so often. Elements of struggle. We've seen it so often in our stories, on our stories. And that's why it's normalized. Yeah. That's exactly why it's normalized because we see it in all of our culture, yes. riddled throughout, that we should be accepting this struggle. It's pretty sick. And I'm tired of it. You know why I'm tired of it? Because I, too... Have done this. <laughs> I too have done, been done. a victim of struggle love. Of course, same. It's easy to get like your perspective jaded because like we don't see anything other than that. We don't see anything. Growing other than up, that. you see that grandmama got to deal with granddaddy, and I think and that's where the problem. That's the initial root of the problem because it's like grandma was with grandpa for fifty five years. And they endured all of this. But, Grandpa, let me tell you something. My um, ex-boyfriend, uh -huh. whatever, his, whatever. Uh, yeah, I'm just saying, ooh, that was weird. His grandfather had a, I mean, well, point is, you know, in the olden days, they would have a whole other family taking care of hella people, you know, and it's like, we still endure, and it's like, why? And a lot of times it's like, do you have the means to provide for all the kids that you have? And that's all it comes down to a provision thing, you know, like, can you leave? If you wanted to leave, could you leave? Could you take care of yourself? No. So then you, you stay for the kids, you deal with this, <clears throat> deal with that until it's on the bright side. Yeah. The went through hell with heaven on our side. And that's the part that pains me. It's like, why do we as black women have to go through all the struggle to possibly get a bright side? It's not even a guarantee. It's like a possibility. So you have to go through all this pain, mm -hmm. all this hurt. You get broken down. Yeah, I can't. To possibly get see the light good. at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. Like, why does that have to be our trajectory? And I'm sick of it. And I'm sick of people like normalizing it as if that's the only way for black women because the vibe is like, if it's easy, pardon me, y'all, sorry. If it's easy, like, it's not real love. It got to be hard. We got to struggle a little bit. And and I've said this in the past, but, like, there's a thing with something being difficult. It's the thing. It's different from you struggling to get to a place with somebody that you love, right? Like, we're going through hard times. We're learning about each other. We're both being stretched. We're growing versus, like, I'm struggling to love you. Mm -hmm. Like, it's a struggle. Yeah. Like, nigga, you're dragging me. I wish I wasn't even in this situation, but I love you and I can't let go. There's a big difference between that or it being, like, tough. Things are tough, but when it's an ordeal, that, that hits different. And sometimes we confuse love Come for on. an unhealthy attachment. Come on. Like, you're saying, I love you. No, I'm just unhealthily attached because I feel like maybe you're the only person for me. Option right now. You're the now. only option right yeah, now. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. I have to fully commit myself to this. And for what? Talk about it. So there was an article. Yeah. That I think perfectly portrayed this. Mm -hmm. It was on Medium by a woman named Ara Ilokabuji Chukwa. That Chukwu? was, I think you did that great. Thank given you. the fact that I wanted to this try. is probably Nigerian. I believe she's a Nigerian sister. Wow. Hey, Ara. Um, 
but she wrote an article. It was a good read. Um, we'll was. put it down in the show notes. Mm-hmm. And it's basically called Struggle Love is Not a Badge of Honor. Yes. And um, Jeremy and I both read this. Our edges were fucking snatched. Snatched, okay. Points were made. Yes. And we were like, oh, yeah, we got to bring this to the girlfriends because if you were asleep. Wake up. Wake up. Alarm clock's going off. Wake up. And so um, we'll just elaborate on a few points that she made. Yeah. So one point that she made was that we're conditioned to believe that marriage is something you do for a woman, mm. a reward, if you will, not something to do with a woman. Period. And that's niggas, pretty straight and plain. Niggas really package it up like this. Yeah, like, like I'm doing this for you. You want to be married, right? Right. Like you're doing me a favor. Yeah. When essentially this is a partnership. Like we should be both equally benefiting from this marriage. It's not something. It's not something you're doing for me. We're doing this for us. Yes, the man does initiate the marriage with the proposal because you're supposed to be leading. Which is why it takes so long too, because you think you're doing me a favor. So you're going to do it on your time. Like, hey, I can't completely give in because I'm saying really what I want is what you want. So I'm going to do it when I'm good and ready because I ain't ready when you're ready. And this is something I'm doing for you. And it's, that's what makes us stick around because it's like you're doing this for me. So I'm waiting for it to be granted with this grand privilege yeah. of you deciding that I'm worthy mm-hmm. to be married after I didn't carry you. On the back. And this. On the back. Okay. On my broken back. Period. On my shoulders. Looking like. A fucking back on order, Dom. daddy. You know, you put your kid on your shoulders walking through the park. Now I'm walking this nigga through the park. Walking you. Trust yeah. me, I know the vibe. I know the vibe. It's like, bruh. And they love to say like, uh, so just a hot moment, honest, open and transparent moment. Um, when I was like in my relationship or towards the end, my ex-boyfriend, mm-hmm. and mind you, we had been together nine, almost 10 years, almost a decade, did a bid. Yeah. Um. He was like, I mean, I'm ready to do all this shit you want to do. Like, I'm ready to like get married. And That's I was like, bro, do all this shit I want to do. I was like, bro, um, I'm not even on that vibe right now. That's what I told him. I was like, you, you, you had to catch me a couple years back. Yeah. When it meant something to me. At this point, at 31, <laughs> at 31, she's good. You know, like you're not doing it for me. Right. That's what I need you to realize. You're not doing that for me. We would be doing that together because that's something that we both are anxious for or desiring or wanting. And we're at this level where it's like, it makes sense for us. You ain't doing me no favors. You're not. Yes. Yeah, so and don't you're dangle. not. <laughs> don't dangle it over my head. Same. And they do the dangle. I was told like, I'll be I ready was planning, next year. I was planning to marry you. Yeah. Nigga. Yeah. They love to plan. I was planning to marry you. You're going to be my wife. How? 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 Yeah. The planning to marry is a big one. Like you're not moving me with the, the quote unquote plans that you had. Nigga, nothing was coming to fruition and the tools weren't even in place. So yeah. I mean like... Uh, they love to do the the plan. I was planning to marry you. When yeah, all of a sudden. All, all of a sudden, sudden, plans were made. Yeah, plans were made. Please. But they really do frame it as if like it's a favor. And it's like, um, yeah, bruh, like, I'm giving because in. Because at the end of the day, you will probably be benefiting from the marriage more than I. I think that's one thing that's not spoken about a lot. Mm, and granted, I'm not married, but wives speak up. Come on, wife. The wives, I want to be honest. The sacrifice of a woman. Sacrifice. The wife paid the price. Okay. <laughs> the sacrifice of a woman Come on, is unmatched. Yes, on. the man does lead. You know, I'm not discrediting from the women he who guides. have husbands that lead. Lead. I and need guide. my husband to just guide. Don't don't leave nigga. I'm not discrediting from the women who have amazing husbands, but from 
from um my um examination observation <laughs> and from some personal testimonies come on the women sa- the women the women sacrifice a lot like they do yeah the women are taking care of these kids they're still working these jobs they're taking care of the household they're holding it down in ways that they don't even speak of come on to where it's really an asset to, to these motherfucking me. men. Right. What would you be doing without me? Nothing. So don't ever try to frame this as if you're you doing me a favor. You would be starring a role in Tyler Perry's Daddy Girls. <laughs> <laughs> don't ever try to frame it as if you're doing me a favor. Nigga, if I've elevated anything, you. we're both helping each other. Yes, you've provided me with a nigga around this house to make me feel safe and secure. Come on. But at the same time, I'm providing you with benefits that are unmatched. Come don't on. ever try to play me. Don't, don't try As to if play you did me. me a favor because... You've leveled up. You've leveled up. By having a bad bitch on your arm. But anyway, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Got a good thing going with a bad yeah, bitch. bitch. So let me tell you, another quote that was pulled out that we want to talk about is, and this is directly from the article, the ride or die chick isn't a myth. It's not. She's a grown woman now. She's our aunties, our cousins, our mothers. Truthfully, she's some of us. She's the caveat to every 20-year-old dead-end relationship, the exception to every rule. She's the pinnacle of holding a man down, devoting her life to providing her worthiness to a person who has chosen not to see it, finally having all her resilience pay off in the final hour. And when the man finally comes around, Mm. it will be a result of his deflated perception of himself, not because of an inflated perception of her. A man who waits until his health has run out only to commit to you in his sickness is asking you to fulfill vows that he himself is incapable of. Marriage doesn't just mean help me get through my worst. It means benefit from me at my best. And that, my child, was a read. (laughs) So to give some context, this article was written because the woman who wrote this article had saw a video of a man who was um, diagnosed Diagnosed with with stage four cancer. Mm -hmm. And in the wake of this diagnosis, he decided to propose to and marry his girlfriend of 23 years. Long-term girlfriend, yeah. His long-term girlfriend of 23 years. And people were like, finally, you gave her what she deserved. Yes. You made an honest woman of her. You made an honest woman out of her. And the way this woman saw this article, I mean, this um, occurrence, which I wholeheartedly agree with, is like, you decided. Right. When you had nothing left. When you felt you were at the bottom. When you were at the rock bottom. Yeah. When you wanted the through sickness and through health. Because, nigga, you're sick. Yeah. And not to discredit, the cancer do not come for. But when you decided that you really needed me because I've been here holding you down, Mm -hmm. that now... Wow. This is the perfect She time. deserves because yeah. of. I'm and it's not as she deserves. We deserve. But you know what? When Don't I make watched it about the, me deserving. Um, when I watched the Gucci Mane um, interview Gucci, with yeah. Charlemagne. Charlemagne, Charlemagne, who has proven to have some sick ass ways, he has said multiple times again that he's been with his wife for 20 some odd years and he's only been loyal to her for three. Which is sick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I hate when you Every say. time he vocalizes that, I cringe. Yeah, yeah, Like, yeah. bruh, quit saying too. that. Yeah, I would be like, hey, stop putting the time frame stop. up. Just stop saying we married if you're going to follow up. <laughs> and I've been a faithful, faithful man, man for, for three, three years. years. Like, bro, we've been. I think they've been married for what, five? I don't know. But anyway, so mm-hmm. Gucci Mane, so Charlamagne was interviewing Gucci Mane. And this was after that meme had went viral. And he was basically asking Gucci Mane, like, what made you decide to... Mary Keisha, because they had been together for some years. Yeah. He was like, what made you decide to marry Keisha? Here I am, Mrs. Wait, no, Dumbass, so. 
waiting for some profound answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Gucci Mane was basically like, she uh, held it down. Like, I went to jail. I had found out what my time was going to be. And me and Keisha wasn't even on good terms at the time because I had dogged her out, did her so wrong. Mm-mm-mm. But I basically needed her at the time. Oh, my God. I needed need. her. I called on her because she's the only person I could trust. These niggas love to say you're the only person I can trust. but You're my I'm, best friend. You're my best friend. You're the only one I can trust. But you're not treating me with the respect that I deserve. And I'm the only one you can trust. So Gucci Mane was like, she was the only one I could trust at the time. Basically, I needed her to be there for me because yeah. I didn't trust anybody else that I was dealing with at the time. I knew I was going in to do a bid. Yeah. And I needed a reliable person. Keisha, being the black woman that she is, decided, right. I'm going to hold you down because this is a trying time for you. Mm, mm, mm. And you know we'll hold down. She hold, she the held anchor. him. She held him down when he was in jail. He had this revelation and decided when he got out of jail. Wow, she was there for me. She held me down. Now, now she deserves. She deserves. I think it's sick. I think it's sick. And it's like, why? My question is, why? In so many instances, yeah, is that the only chance? <laughs> That us black women get yeah. the commitment. Yeah, yeah. Talk about it. Why? <laughs> why do I have to be broken to And the just court? like Lizzo said, why men got to be great till they be great? Why do you got to be? Said. Like, why do I have to be broken to my, the core? Fucking prove to you, I can withstand. <laughs> I made it. I was here, although you dragged me and you did me so wrong, publicly humiliated Y'all, me. I wish I could take a video of Britney's <laughs> arms. Publicly up. humiliated me, and I'm still standing. <laughs> Give it to me. I earned it. Why is that us? I'm still standing. Like, why does that be us versus wow? When I first met you, I saw your potential and I saw that you would make a good partner. Yeah. And I just, I want to do this life thing with you. Yeah, yeah, Why yeah. do we have to be dragged in the mud? I'm coming up bloody, <laughs> muddy, barely walking. And you decide to slip a ring on my finger and then I have to hold it up. She's <laughs> like a Chester cat. Why? Can you tell I'm tired? Can y'all tell? Yo, yo. You have me in tears. No, but for real, when I was listening to that, I was like, "That is." I'm, I was I, like, "I'm not moved." I can only speak from and experience. Charlamagne, Charlamagne was like, "Yeah." I yeah. can only speak from experience that, like, that be the vibe. You anytime does these men make you wait seven, eight, nine, ten years? It's like, what are we waiting on? I have a new limit. If you, what is it? After three doing years? my seven year bid, two. Oh, I feel like two. Two is a good enough. I feel like two and three is my max max. Yeah, I'm good with two. I'm good with like dating, dating casually for six months, Mm -hmm. being official by like seven, eight months within that year, being like official and dating for a year and a half to two years. Like, bro, if you don't know that I'm the woman that that you need forever after two and a half years of seriously dating, what are we doing? Then go find who she, whoever she is and leave me the fuck alone so he can find me. Like, uh, if it's not a vibe and everything's going well. I don't, don't got no more bids. I don't have any more bids. I don't bids. have any more bids. I yet. can't do any more bids. I've I give, cannot. I've given a lot of time and I've given a lot of energy. And, and here in, I am, in, 31. And <laughs> within that time and energy you've given, I've gained a lot of insight. Of course. I've gained a broader perspective. Yes. And I just know that it doesn't take that long. No. It doesn't take that long. And, you know, 
These white folks be married why, after two years. They do, but this is why that I feel like we not really were told, but people should tell young women more often. You don't have to commit to something serious in your early 20s. No, you Like, don't. you don't have to give those formative, valuable years when it comes to, like, love and relationships to people because a lot of the times men mature way less than women, slower. way slower than women. Mm -hmm. And then we're forced to deal with that lack of maturity. And we call it being a ride or die or holding them down. And it's like, you don't even reap the benefits a lot of the time. Or you but do the reap the is, benefits at the at the expense of, of being with somebody 10, struggle. 12 years. And the thing is like, yeah, when you're with somebody, when you're young, you start wanting things before maybe the time is right. Like if you get with somebody at 10 years after six years of being together, I mean, if you get someone at 20, after six years, you're going to be looking like what's next for us. But like, you're already so young. Yeah. Like you're young. They're younger. If they 26 really in their head, they're 21. They just turned 21. Yeah. They're not ready. Some people are. And I'm not negating the fact that there are some men who are like, this is it. Maybe they raised different. They hit different. But a lot of <laughs> Some these, men are, but a lot of men aren't. Yeah. A lot of them are still like, I'm not really ready. I'm kind of young. So, you know, just bear in mind, like you said, you don't owe anybody your formative years. If you guys are dating and it's no big deal and things are going good. But if it's riddled with struggle, let it go. You don't have to sit in it just because I've been with you and because that's what it'll be. Riddle with struggle. Yeah. What's good? Okay. So another quote that we pulled from the article, it says, and far too often black men assert that marriage is for time-worn men who've exhausted their better years and tighter options, mm. not for men who still have things to lose or gain. The notion that after you've had your reckless fun in life, you latch onto some man's daughter Mm. And burden her with the aftermath of those reckless decisions is not a miss in black social circles. And because patriarchy assesses women's worth based on their attachment to men, mm -hmm. black women knowingly take the shitty deal and are applauded for doing what many others would scoff at. Scoff. scoff at. Yeah. Which which brings me back around to what my coworker was like. If I was telling her something about something, it's Becca. I would say, oh, you know, but... This and this and that, talking about like, say, this is just hypothetical. Like, well, we're still trying to figure out how to do this. She'll be like, really? That's somebody you want to date? Just, <laughs> just, just like, is that kind of vibe? Yeah. She just is honest, like, but Germany, he doesn't have this together. Like, just right in black women, we'd be like, he ain't he, got no job, but, but he, he's grinding. Girl, on what? Yeah. Cue the clips. And you know, you know what I struggle with because, I've had this conversation. I've had this conversation with men mm -hmm. that I was involved with, and I really begin to like second guess my decisions or doubt like my convictions mm -hmm. because of like conditioning and just like, did I make the right decision? Like, is this what I'm supposed to be doing? Mm -hmm. But I struggle with like, what is like the threshold or what is the limit? Because, mm -hmm. like, when you do date someone in, like, your 20s and we understand that men mature slower, is there, like, some leeway that mm -hmm. we give, you know, like, for maturity and growth? Is it, like, do I have to stick around until you're in your 30s no. and you have this awakening and where no. it's, like, okay, now I'm in I my think, 30s and no. now this is a time where I decide, like, 
to do better and to quit think, playing games. I think even before the 30s, because we, we shouldn't be obliged to wait until 30. I think if we're on the same page, we vibing, and I'm not tripping, you're not tripping, and we both know the end goal, then okay. I don't think there's leewayness. I don't think you have to wait and give a nigga leeway. If you're happy in a relationship, because a lot of times people are happy. Maybe it's not like, she got to be my ride or die chick, but like, I'm happy with things are going. We travel, we have fun, and it's... When it happens, it happens. But if that's not your attitude and you're forcing yourself to stay in something, uh, hoping that this like holy moment, this like ah, moment arises, then no, there's no leeway. So I think it's about the way you feel in the relationship. Yeah. You know? And ultimately, that's what I do go back to. Like, how do I, how do I feel? How did I feel like? You're not going to convince me that this is like the trajectory of everyone who's in a relationship. Like yeah. everybody goes through things. Everybody struggles. No. You have to set your own threshold of what struggle means. It means. And what you're willing to struggle for. Yeah. Because a lot of times we're not struggling for like, okay, babe, we're going to grind it out. and We're going to get to the, whole, the other side. We'd we be damn near struggling by ourselves. Yeah. It don't even be. The a, men don't even be struggling. No. We just be like, I'm going to hold them down. He ain't even asked you to hold him down. You just giving in and doing whatever the fuck he... Waiting on the potential. Waiting on the potential to manifest. So another quote that we pulled out is, marriage already requires more labor, more sacrifice, more change, and more give giving from the woman at the very least. It should be done with the part when the partnership is in its most productive state, not when only one person is capable of contributing. Just what you said. Yeah. Both people. Both. With an F. It's a partnership. Yeah, we both got to come to the table, you know, with a little something and wanted to make it better. But a lot of times it just be the homegirls. Like, girl, we going to get married and things are going to be good. And then the shit already be in shambles and you think that the marriage will make it better. But it should be like, no, we both got something to contribute. We're both youthful. We both got a lot of life to live. We both got a lot to uh, express. We're both driven. We're, We're both, both yeah. Not both like, all right, well. Are independent. We've been doing this all this time, and now here I am. Yeah. What else? Um. So this quote hit. Marriage isn't the prize you get for being the last woman standing after a man has exhausted all other resources. If we keep allowing ourselves to be convinced that love is all we need, that a piece of a man is better than no man at all, and that later is better than never, none of which is true, we'll continue to accept relationships that lack purpose and reciprocity. Mm. (laughs) Just a read. You read it. You said it. Take it in, ladies. We'll accept it. Yeah, accept it. The settling for a piece of a man is better than no man at all. And that it'll come sooner or later. When, My when, God. At some point, which which leads us into this next quote. Um, we are deserving of love that feels good, mm-hmm. that affirms us, and that meets our expectations. And we shouldn't be asked to wait decades to get it. Decades. Which is true. People be the gay, dating for 10, 20 years, 30 years. She... <laughs> she's not exempt i'm just saying she. i mean and and the only benefit of the doubt that i would give that is that i started dating my like previous partner relationship when i was very young you know so 10 years goes by fast when you're 18 19 20 that time flies yeah but you know if but you're you progressed in that time i pro- did progress in that time but i'm saying that 
I thinking back on it when I wanted to be married at like 24, 25, 26, I glad I wouldn't have I'm thankful yeah. that it didn't transpire because like, no, nah, I wouldn't want to be dealing with being nobody's wife right now. That's just me personally. No tea, no shade to anybody who did get married younger or is married younger. That's not a, you know, I'm just saying. Yeah. But, you know, if I was right now 30, right, 31 dating somebody and they, and five, six, seven years, eight years roll by, I'd be like, nigga, get out of my house. Period. Just go. Cause I can't date you for 10 years and we're 40. Yeah, no, it's not an option. No, it's not a vibe. And, and again, this is just us speaking our opinion and the way we feel about it. If it's a vibe for you and you cool with it, then please Maybe don't feel it's attacked. it's not a struggle for you. But I have identified where it's felt like struggle and I can be um, honest, honest and admit that I've tr- it's been normalized. The struggle has been normalized yeah. to me and I felt like, you know what? This, this is, is what okay. Is. Yeah. I, this is what everybody else is going through because of what's been portrayed, the messages the that I received, the struggle of propaganda. And it's like, this is what people, how many times do you see people like do their anniversary post or their relationship post? Like we did this, we made it through hell and back, but you're the one that I love. You're worth it. You're this and that to where it really becomes normalized. Like I see like, oh, it takes a lot of work. It can take a lot of work. Shouldn't take a lot of struggle. And the thing is what we really need to figure out is what's the work, the infidelity, the dragging me, the publicly humiliating me, the not valuing me. That's not work that I got to go through. That's no. not my job. I don't like no, that kind work of work. Is like, I got to pray for you. Work is like, we got to get our finances together. Finances together. Work is like raising these kids. Work is like spiritually un- or reparenting our inner child. Work is like going to therapy. Yes. Work is like, how do we love each other better? But nigga dragging. Come on. Come on. I'm just saying. Tell them what the work is. Work is like, hey, I need this from you. You need this from me. How do we bring it to work the table together? Work is figuring out love languages and figuring out how to love each other in their love yes. languages because it doesn't come natural to no, me. No, yes. But work is not me going through your phone and finding that you texting multiple bitches and Come doing on. shit that you know that you're not supposed to be doing work, work is, is not, not me having a cope with Come you on. having a side baby come on now that would take me completely that's out. not work but you know we really were reframing looking that at you work. liking stuff on instagram or talking to these girls or gassing what these motherfuckers you. up and you're yeah. not gassing me up gassed up but, shoddy but we're calling i didn't get naughty <laughs> That's not work. That's not work, y'all. That's not work. That's not work. That's, That's not, not work. the work. That's not the work Rihanna was talking about. Yeah. Work, 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 work. So let's work, talk work, about work. some ways that you can move past the struggle of. Yeah. Let's and get the thing it. the questions that we ask ourselves so that we make sure we don't fall into struggle mm-hmm. of. So ask yourself these questions when you're dating a man yeah. or staying in a relationship. Yeah. Am I aiming high and setting my sights on quality men? Or am I subconsciously aiming low and settling for low quality men? You know. And you that's know on the period. Vibe. Yeah. Our dog. If y'all hear her, just disregard. Yeah. But yeah, that is the vibe. You know, am I? And these are things that you can consider because a lot of times we'll be like, oh, I have this, but he don't have that. I, you know, it's that, that energy where you just don't have any clue and you end up settling because you're dealing, you're settling. So another question is, and, ooh, and this one hit home. This was resonance. Am I encouraging myself to focus on a man's potential and overlook who he is now? So truthfully speaking, hot moment, I know that myself, I've always looked at, well, he's going to have it together in the future. He will, you know, all of this will pan out and things will be better for us, or we're going to be doing this in a few years, but we don't consider like, 
What does my partner bring to the table here and now? What do they look like here and now? Because here and now could be good and the potential can be great. So I think that's something that we have to consider. What does it look like now and where are we going? How good is it going? To, <laughs> how good is it going to get? Because we don't think about that. We would suffer with a nigga's potential and just say, eh, he going to get there, y'all. Same. He, the he, potential he, mm-hmm. is like, a silent killer yeah. because I do have the tendency to like see potential in people. Yeah. And also like the things that they tell us. Yeah. Like you don't see what I'm like I'm 25 right now when I'm 30 you think I'm gonna still be doing this? Yeah. Like actually you are. You can? Yeah. There's motherfuckers that are 50. Yeah. Still doing this. So at the point where I am right now I need a ready-made nigga. Mm-hmm. Like with the potential it's risky. Yeah, it is. We too old to be dealing with potential. It's a sick game. Mm-mm. It's a sick game. And I understand if like a lot of our listeners are younger and we get it. But that's why we're here. That's why we're here to let you know that. Because nobody was telling not me. A, nobody was telling me either. Potential is not enough. No, potential is not a thing. Period. And that's on period. You need to find his nigga. If he going through school and doing all of that and y'all both in college, okay, fine. You know his career path. But if you getting a nigga outside of college, <laughs> no, seriously, you know, because that's the difference. Yeah. If you getting him outside of college and he's telling you he's a this and he's a that and he's going to do this, but ain't nothing right now showing the fruits of that labor, then you got to make some sound decisions. All we have is the present. Yeah. And you will get yourself in some shit. Mm-hmm. Focusing on the future. Yeah. All we have is a present. What are you showing me right now? Yeah. What have you been showing me? Hey, if you decide to change and it's meant for us to be, if it's written in our destiny. Yeah. And you come back around, change mm-hmm. with that potential that's manifested. Great. Mm-hmm. But for now. No. You're sick nigga. Bitch okay, nigga. Okay, here's another question. Yeah. Am I ignoring a man's socioeconomic status, <laughs> particularly if he is broke, Financially unstable, poor, or makes less money than I do. We do this. Calling spade, spade. Spades are being called what they are. And we're not saying that you got to have the, oh, nigga, the city girl mentality. It doesn't have to be the city girl mentality, but does he bring to the table what you could do for yourself? Because a lot of times we'll take him. We're the hero when it's like, he don't work right now, but I slide him a few dollars. Oh, I'll take, he don't got a car, but I'll drive us on all the dates. He don't, you know, um, he don't, he's not working right now, but I take care of this and he going to take care of that. All of that is a thing. And, and if your nigga has fallen on hard times, we get it. That's different. That's different. Because things do happen. We're like, yes, your man did. Ha-. And that's for you. And there's you compromise to discernment too. To differentiate between falling on hard times. And just and being just on hard bottom times. bottom of barrel. <laughs> yeah. And and there's compromise. Like if he's, we understand like, like paths, right? Maybe he's living at home to save for this. Maybe he's gotten rid of downsize this to pay off some debt. Maybe you could you could gauge a person's situation, but you know he don't work. He's staying at your house. He playing your baby PlayStation. Uh, <laughs> you know if it's stuff like that, you ain't got to succumb to that. Yeah, you don't have to. That's not your. That's not your your story. And be honest with yourself. Be honest. Be careful with me. Another question: Am I happy? Do I feel fulfilled? That's straightforward. Am I happy? Because a lot of times, like we said, we adapt. We adapt. And she's very adaptable. I'm just letting y'all know I'm adaptable. If you want to stay in the house, if you want to watch movies all day. You'll make that your thing. I'll make that my thing. But the thing is, am I fulfilled doing that thing? 
That's what matters. That's the question you have to ask. Yeah, like, okay, like, I can I do can this. I can do it, but am I happy doing Is it? Does it make me happy? Am I fulfilled? And, and you know what? Am I fulfilled with you dragging me through the motherfucking mud and me? And you know what? I see something that was kind of... Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, no, I'm here for you. I see... I seen something <laughs> funny that was like, you know, that you're addicted to struggle love when it was a thing on like Madame Noir. It was like your favorite artists are Mary J. Blige, <laughs> Keisha Cole, and um, K. Michelle. K. Michelle in that order. It was like that you post stuff like sub sub um, post subliminal posts to his side chick, letting him know that letting him know that he comes home to you. Oh no, you know, just shit like that, like struggle love riddled. If you let me know, there's another chick, nigga. Go. I don't even know if it's necessarily that you've let me know, but I know. You know. And I'm just letting you know I'm the main the, thing. The um, Monica song. Use a hoe. Use yes. a hoe. And sideline hoe. Oh, yeah. When That's you call his phone. Yeah. Did he pick it up? Exactly. And you no, know what? We sing. Um, we were making love. What's smoking stuff? Smoking stuff. He's mine. You, you may have had him once, but I got him all the time. No, I'm we not playing those games. Those we do. Songs. Like he came to me. He chose and, me. And he... weekend. SZA. You're like nine to five. I'm, I'm the weekend. weekend. Oh. Talking about my man is your man is her man her man. Like, well, SZA claims she didn't know. Keep that man. Yeah. Yeah. Keep them. I don't want your ass just on the weekend. No, but that's the glamorizing. That like, is a glamorizing. I'll deal with that. I'll take this. I'm I'm gonna have you these days and your baby mama. The joy, the future, the future vibe is struggle. Mm. The joy, and yeah. all the baby mamas struggle yeah. of like you just mm. dealing with a piece of a man. Ooh, I'm just saying. Peace. And Sierra got up out of that. Sierra elevated and rose above. And she no. said no. She said no. I know why the cage bird sings. <laughs> no. Uh-uh. <laughs> Not the cake. I'm just saying. What, oh, what else is good? I hate you. Okay, here's another question. Ooh. Come ooh. on. Come on. Ooh. Come on. Am I playing the role of a mother uh. or a partner? Am I like, raising up these niggas in a way that they should It's go? quoted. We've quoted it multiple times on this show. You can't raise a man. I uh -uh. mean, you can. The but Michelle. I don't have kids for a reason. Yeah. Raising up these niggas in the way that I they don't have kids go. for a reason. Why do I have to raise you? Because I feel like a lot of men will quickly fall into the the son role. Yeah, they will quickly become your sons. Yeah, these all these niggas is my sons. They will quickly become your sons if you allow it. Yeah. And next thing you know, give them a hanky. <laughs> <laughs> next thing you know, you'll be coddling this nigga. He'll be attached to your titty. Your titty, okay? Swinging off, walking on the ground because he a big ass kid. So ask yourself. Am I mothering or yeah. are we partnering? Come and you, you'll know. Yeah. And both are nurturing, but we got to figure out is which is, which one's the mammy and which one is the bammy. Bammy is like baby. <laughs> <laughs> which one is mommy and which one is mama? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Once a nigga's calling you mama uh -uh, hey, and mama. not mommy, uh -uh. you got you to gotta stop. My ex nigga I don't used to call me mama. I'm like, don't call me mama. He called you mama? Germany, that was kind of sick dynamic. I was like, don't call me mama. What would you say? What's up, mama? You're like, hey, mama. I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Swap that out with babe, baby, uh, baby girl. Um, put in pop. Were you mothering? Know. No, but the nigga needed nurturing. You were playing the form of <laughs> Here she is. Come on, get your milk. Okay, anyway, <laughs> next. Am I normalizing infidelity, abandonment, or oh. any form of abuse that can be verbal, emotional, mental, physical, sexual, spiritual, or financial? Like, what do you consider okay? What's okay in your book? What gets a pass? 
Yeah, when we you be know, like, what's oh, getting a C level grade? All niggas is going to cheat. Yeah. Well, or he could he could be with his side hoe as long as he come home to me, as long as these bills are paid. As yeah. long as he's running me my check. If my future nigga is listening to this, you can never under can. not not with not with willingness. A pussy asshole could never. Uh uh-uh. uh. I'm telling you, which falls into the next one. What is it? I'm just tired. Okay, the next one, the last one. Am I making excuses for his or her actions? The normalization. Am making I making excuses? excuses? Well, he didn't have a dad growing up. He's dealing with hard times right now. Yeah. Yeah. The 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 black man. They try to keep the black man down. Oh, the, the black man talk. is disadvantaged. The hotel. I have to be strong for my black brothers because no one else has their back. If we don't lift them up, who's going to honor the black man? If we don't, if we're not there, who's going to be there for our kings? Right. The king talk. You know when you're making excuses. You know better than we do. So just yeah. acknowledge that when you're making excuses for people. And move in power. Yeah. That's ultimately what this episode is about. Move in power, Empowering sister. you and us to move in power. We don't have to accept the narrative of struggle love. There is a meme that says black women deserve love without struggle. Come on. Is that what it said? I want to read I it think verbatim. It, do. <laughs> it says something along those lines and we do because... Other women of other races and cultures, they get it. So why don't we get the same? And we're not saying all, because there's some white women who deal with it. There's some, all races deal with it. But the whole thing is you here, you here listening under the sound of my voice, do does not have to deal with struggle love. That's yes. all we're saying. It, it, you know, but we notice that it's riddled in our community. We see it. Yeah. Don't want to say more than, equal than, none of that. But if you're listening to this, you don't have to deal with it. No, you don't. That's it. Black That's what women it really deserve comes down love to. that doesn't require suffering first. And shout out to our queens who do have that. Because I know some people personally that definitely got love without struggling first. And for that, I admire you and I hold you high. Yeah, hats off. Thank you for taking the bar off the floor. <laughs> <laughs> for us okay period so um we hope you all found something if nothing more than some motivation motivation from this episode so yeah. now it is time to pick up your pen we're dropping a gym so, so today this weekend we were at a wine party yeah at a wine party and we were gifted with some can mimosa in a can basically and it's the soleil mimosa pineapple flavor you know we love a mimosa. This is better than the one you get at um, yeah. brunch. It's made with the finest wine and freshest juice under the sun. This has about 8% alcohol. Again, the, the brand name is Soleil, so S-O-L-E-I-L. If you speak Spanish, don't at me because I probably said that shit wrong. I thought it was Soleil. Soleil? I don't know. Like sun. Yeah, Soleil, Soleil, whatever. Soleil, it's Soleil. good. It's a nice little um, refresher for, you know, at-home brunches, night with girl talks and chats. Yeah, it has about 8% alcohol, so nice little turn up, but not too wild. Your titties will stay in your shirt. Period. And that's the good part. You can find this at most places where they sell wine, spirits. Um, Yeah, just look it up. We'll tag it and put the gym in the comments, whatever, <coughs> the high, whatever the fuck, the description. Right, where it goes. So that's almost it. So, we just yeah. want to remind you. 
Uh, if you want to send us your comments, your questions, your concerns, and you want us to talk about it here on the show, you can send those little letters, love letters, whatever they might be, to contact at theblackgirlbravado.com, and we'll offer our perspective, our insights, and talk about it. It's basically our girlfriend gag. We'll talk about it here on the show. We haven't been doing the girlfriend gag here on the show because we've been doing it on Patreon. We have. But if you're okay with us talking about it here on the show, you don't have to be, we don't have to say your name. But um, yeah, if you're cool with that, then send us your your your, your tea. shit, your tea, and we'll gag about it. All right. So right? um, we'll chat with you all next week. We hope you all have a blessed and amazing week. Come on, walk in power, sisters. Thrive. Period. All right. Love you. Bye. Bye.